Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we are talking about Something Borrowed. Something Borrowed. <sighs> this is, honestly, th- uh, this is uh, another audience suggestion and I'm... So glad we did this because this is going to be just crazy fun to talk about because who's the villain of this? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Although I would say I think uh, uh, Darcy Kate Hudson's character is probably the least wrong, actually. Yeah, I think that I think the movie thinks that she's supposed to be the villain. Yeah. And I think she's supposed to be the most wrong, but I don't think she is. No. And and the whole time that uh that uh, uh Rachel is going through this I'm just like well you're you're wrong I hate Rachel so much I hate much. that this worked this worked out so so very briefly if you haven't seen this movie basically <laughs> the plot I mean I, go watch it for this just so you can hear us rag on it but basically um the something borrowed refers to the fact that Rachel the main character mm. is having an affair with her best friend Darcy's fiance Dex. Dex, I think it is. Yes, Dex. And And somehow they want us to really believe that she deserves this relationship and that her friend has been shitty to her. That's the key. And therefore her friend deserves this. It's such a weird psychological mind fuck of a movie. I can't like just I was. Yeah, I I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, Craig, or what? But I was yelling at the television. <laughs> yelling. You were yelling? I was yelling. I was like, no. Nah! Were you home alone? No, Mikkel kept walking oh, through okay. and going, what are you yelling at? And I was like, she's doing it again. Because <laughs> like, I can't. I think I think the thing is great is that I just, I can't personally, personally, I cannot cheat on anybody because the amount of, and it's not even for them. It's okay. for me because the amount of guilt that I would experience would destroy me as a human being. Sure. Like there's no way I would be able to psychologically survive doing that. Fair. So like me watching this was like watching a stomach ache unfold (laughs) in front of my eyes. I was like, I wouldn't do any of this. I don't like any of these people. This truly stresses me out to the maximum. Really? Wow. Just any guilt ridden thing. Like I just, oh my God. Like I was, yeah. why Why are the nice people doing wrong things? Yeah, yeah, like, ew, you have so many chances for good decisions, yeah. and at no point was a good decision made. And not once in this no. whole movie. Nobody made a good decision. No, not I can one maybe person. count on one hand the number. Of, the only good decision, I will say, this is the best decision, mm. and this doesn't get him off the hook for all the other stuff that he does, which mm. I don't, but Ethan, played by John yeah. uh, Krasinski, uh, where he goes, fuck this, I'm moving to Europe. <laughs> yeah, that I'm is just a good extricating decision. myself from this situation. Yeah, I'm removing myself. Uh, but uh, my my sort of like one sentence review of this movie is: it's the movie that dares to ask if something that if going after something that you want will hurt the people that you love. Should you do it? Which I think every moral philosophy <laughs> has weighed in on, and the answer has always been no. Yeah, they're like <laughs> Buddhism. Should I do something that hurts the people that I love? No. Judaism. Should I do something that hurts the people that I love if I want it? No. Pretty much every every 
ethical and moral philosophy is like, don't do things that will hurt the people that you love. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. And maybe this is just me because I know not everybody has this mentality. But like anytime one of my friends starts dating somebody, it's like that person doesn't sexually exist to me anymore. I can't mm. even I can't even place that even in my fa- even if I'm just thinking about it in my head, I have an impossible time trying to place that person uh, like in a sexual manner in my mind. Oh, OK. It's like you become my brother. Oh, weird. you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just okay. have that thing where it's like, OK, well, you've 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 had sex with my friend now. So it would be weird if we had sex. Yeah, like it kind of like that's. I understand that. It's just my mindset of it. I just I do not find these people attractive anymore. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, you could be the hot. I don't don't know. Like I'm sure my friends have dated attractive people. I'm sure that has to be true. (laughs) But but I I don't know. But like every time I meet, I'm like, okay, like you're just like a non-sexual being to me anymore. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good for you. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that's probably most people. <laughs> just the word. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, cause I think there's definitely a, a thing to be said where it's like, clearly if they're your friends, then you have something in common and has something that makes you get along with them. And if your friend is dating somebody, presumably you, they, w- they would have something in common. So by like transference, like maybe someone that your friend would date would yeah. be someone that you would get along with. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think like it's that's mostly the... because I find cheating just the largest turnoff of all time. Of course, yeah. So, like the the idea of that doesn't like you know what I mean. It would just be like, okay, well, that's since, cheating. That's wrong. Since you're doing this, I think you're a bad person. So, why would I sleep with a bad person? Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know that's kind of the like, self respect sort of, course, of thing. Where nothing you're like, is that black and white. No, There's always. I'm not saying you like if you have if you're listening and you. have have cheated on somebody. I'm not saying you're fundamentally a bad person, but I'm just saying in that moment, that's how I view it. Yeah. And so like, I can't, especially if I'm participating. Okay. I I can't view it any other way. Uh, Obviously people make mistakes and you get up and like there's moments and there's things and things happen, you know, whatever, but it's, it's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, yeah, so let's just quickly, I want to kind of like, so, so with all that preface, I think like, let's just go over how this whole thing starts anyway, which is, so Rachel's our, our, our main character. Yes. Um, and it starts at her 30th birthday. Which is apparently supposed to be... life ending. So I, I can't believe I haven't figured my life out at 30. Oh, God. I've got a job I don't hate. It's like, listen, you graduated law school. Fuck off. She, yeah, uh, she's a lawyer, and that's... In New York City. Yeah, in New York City, has her own apartment. That speech made me want to throw myself off of I a know. bridge. It's like, I haven't Are you kidding me? I'm that. 29. <laughs> I haven't accomplished... I'm 35, and I haven't accomplished she, half oh, of what you've done. When she says that thing about like my uh, best childbearing years are behind me, I'm like, that is not scientifically accurate. No, you're. It's really the whole age thing is totally fucked up, and we can get back to that in a bit. But like, basically, it's her best friend Darcy Mm. has thrown her this surprise party, which apparently Rachel knows about, but whatever. Um, Which. So Darcy's supposed to be this like really self-absorbed, always doing things for herself kind of person. Like but party she, girl. Sure. But she threw this party for her best friend. And a big ass party. Big ass party. Darcy then proceeds to get too drunk at this party. Which we all have that friend. Oh, yeah. You know that friend. We got She's, that friend. <laughs> the, the most you can accuse Darcy of at this point in the movie is being a little much. Yeah. Which, fine. Um... Her fiance Dex leaves with her, mm. but Darcy forgets her purse. So somehow Rachel, who's the last person to leave her birthday party, which makes no sense. Like anyway, yeah. like everyone left you here except like by yourself. Yeah. By yourself? That's that's super weird. You're the birthday girl. Um so Dex comes back to get Darcy's purse. They go out for another drink together. Where they they've known each other forever, yeah. And then he kisses her in the back of the cab because she mentioned that she had a crush on him in law school. Okay, yeah. So and then they sleep with each other. So her telling him that she had a crush on him in high school, or not high school, sorry, law school, is wild. That's that is That's bad the- friend move number one. That's bad friend move. 
Okay. Okay, because you can't say that to people. Okay, you can't. That's not a casual thing you say to somebody because, I, like, when we were doing, um, oh, what was the French movie we did? Oh, Amelie. Time? Yeah, Amelie. Uh, because that's exactly correct. When they're talking about all I have to do to get two people interested in each other mm-hmm. is just tell the person. That's like that is psychologically sound. Okay, that is a that is a sound argument, and it makes sense, and it works a lot of the time. So by admitting, like, if I started walking up to people and being like, oh, I used to have a crush on you. Then you'd be like, what was I it? Am, I am immediately probably more interesting to that person. Yes. Immediately. Of course. Yes. Like, oh, you, had a, you used to have a crush on me. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, then you start thinking about it and you put them down that road. You can't say that to your best friend's fiance. That is so crazy. It's it's yeah. It's bad friend. That's it's a bad ba- friend. It's move. a bad move. That's a bad friend move. Uh, okay, at the base, and we haven't even. This is yeah. <laughs> in in uh, in view of what's to come, that's it, it's nothing. nothing. It's but nothing. still offensive. That that is what you you write off as a drunken mistake. It's yeah. like, I'm sorry, Darcy. I made such a mistake last night. Oh my god, what happened? I drunkenly told your your fiance that I had a crush crush on him. It was inappropriate. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Done. We're through this. Yeah. Um, So they sleep together and then everything else from there is just, it's, it's pure fuckery. I like, (laughs) I am literally blown away by how unfazed she is. Like by how fine she is with feeding into this, like, Oh yeah, we're, this is just going to be a secret now. And we just still do this. Yeah, she was like immediately on board for that, and yeah, and as we see in the flashbacks, right? And by the way, this this killed me. So this this first flashback Ugh. is triggered by her looking at her torts textbook, and I was like, <laughs> you you couldn't find a better way to. So it's like they go back to class, and like clearly Dex and Rachel had been flirting with each other, yeah. and like they have this whole thing, and then Darcy kind of goes in. And is like, you, she's like, we're going to do truth or dare. You Mm. need to, I dare you to ask my friend Rachel out on a real date. Which Which is baller friend move. That's great. Baller friend move. And then Rachel goes like, what? No, we're just friends or whatever. Which is a totally reasonable uh, reaction when you're put on the spot like that. Okay. I heard heard the two Mm. of you like each other. Like you should go out and you'd be like, what? Oh man, don't. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, here's where Darcy be- starts to become a little much, where she's just like, okay, fine, then ask me on a date. And she essentially takes Dex for herself. Yeah. Well, my thing here is, is that, and I could agree that that's not the best tactic, but I understand the tactic. She's she's not saying that because she wants to go out with him. She's trying to pressure her friend into admitting that she likes him. Okay. That's that's the only motivation well, I grab from that. You wouldn't follow through with it then. You wouldn't. Well, go no, home because with each other if if then dates. at that time my friend insists, like, no, I'm fine. Like, I really don't care. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, that's true. You know what? You Hot had your lawyer. Chance. Well, okay. If you're if you insist, if you really don't think you like this guy, then yeah. 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 You know, I honestly, it felt it felt more to me like not a good way to do it. But to me, it more felt like she was trying to pressure her. Yeah. Because then she, she then removes herself from the situation, right? Like Rachel leaves after that. And I get how you could have regret at, about that decision, but like that doesn't excuse anything else that comes after. No. You know what I mean? No, like no. you're all adults. You're all choosing to enter into relationships with each other. You're choosing, you know, like, like you can't be just like, I shouldn't have left that bar. I should have fought for the guy that I was... Clearly flirting with the whole time. I don't think I've ever watched a movie where I hate every single person so much. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Uh, And Darcy, I felt the the most inclined to feel bad for her. Yeah. I I put this down as I think the only two people Mm. that I think aren't total pieces of shit are Marcus, who's supposed to be the piece of shit, but oh, he's yeah. actually the only like he's no the, Marcus isn't a piece. I like Marcus. Marcus You're right. is the only guy who's actually honest yeah. about who he is and what he's doing. Yeah, I he's like, like Marcus. I think you're hot. I'm gonna try. I want to 
make out with you this weekend at the cottage. And mm-hmm. she's just like, no. And I, oh, Marcus, by the way, I would put as a Cal Drogo light. He's the, the actor who does him. He looks a bit like... Uh, oh, dude, I wrote down that uh, Dex looks exactly like Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's Tom Cruise light. It was, it was crazy. He's not, this whole movie is filled with act, <laughs> like actors who just who look, look a little like, bit yeah. like more famous actors. I couldn't believe it. This guy, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Colin Egglesfield? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Jesus, Mer- I couldn't believe it. He looks like taller Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure his career is going to be made on the fact that he looks like a young Tom Cruise. Yeah, although I don't find Tom Cruise attractive. No, it was was hard for me to get into this. Fair enough. The other person I think that was pretty right in this whole thing was Claire, Mm. who was the woman who was just like obsessing about Ethan. Yeah, but I don't. uh, I don't think she. I don't like her either, though. I don't think she's right. She makes two large missteps that I that. I, I don't care for. Uh, number one, um, there is a moment where it does become stalking and aggressive. Sure. You know what time it is with this guy. Like this isn't, I understand that he's being super shitty and he should just tell you what the deal is. Yep. Um, and number two, your reaction to being told that somebody is gay shouldn't be, well, I'm still going to be with you and help you through this. And like all you're yeah. in the sense of like, we're going to, we're going to like work together as a a problem, but it's not a problem. So why are you presenting it? Like it, it's just like that whole thing really freaked me out. And I also hated, uh, that Ethan, John Cranston's character or John, not, uh, John, uh, Krasinski. Krasinski. That's his last name. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, uh, I thought he was a huge piece of shit too. Because in, in more ways than one, but for this part of the conversation with Claire, he avoids her. He doesn't just straight up tell her. Okay. I'm not interested. It, it would just take one conversation. Sit down with her and go, hey. I hate, not, yeah, I hated that about him too. Uh, yeah. I'm not interested in this. This isn't for me. I'm actually in love with Rachel BT dubs, uh, which is supposed to be some twist in the movie that I didn't expect to happen. Uh, I, I sort of expected them to get together at the end. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh-huh. I didn't expect for them to get together because he's such a piece of shit too. Yeah. Like he is super shitty to Darcy through the whole movie. Yeah, um, they they I, have a rivalry that I don't understand. I think it's that they they both like fight over Rachel's uh, time or something. I guess eh. was the implication. I don't know. They were super shitty together. He was a, telling somebody that you're gay to avoid them is yeah, disgusting. I really hate that. That's yeah, really gross. Because you're taking this whole thing about like coming out that is actually like a real struggle for people and like a very hard emotional thing to go through. Yeah. And then you're just like, uh, because I don't want to tell the truth. It's like, gross. It really yeah. freaks me out. I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care for it. I don't like it. If, because <sighs> anyway, all, all it took was a conversation and you didn't have the stones to do that. Like, and he keeps showing up to places where she is, you know, like he shows well, yeah. up to the lake house uninvited or the Hamptons yeah. uninvited a couple times because, and, and she's then is there like kind of pissed that she's there. I'm like, bitch, you're not, you weren't even yeah it's, it's anyway ethan's kind of a piece of shit too uh he's a, yeah he's a huge piece of shit also because he gives rachel all of these like speeches about how darcy takes everything from her and like yes and he keeps saying he's the one who frames darcy as the villain as exactly he's the one that's framing her as the villain the entire time and he keeps saying this one sentence that really like put a thorn in my fucking side he's like he's not married yet He's not married yet. He's not married yet. And I was like, I don't think marriage is the line for anybody. No. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, okay, well, they're locked down now. It's like, no, why is a marriage more legitimate than, I don't know, living together already? They already live together. She knows he didn't come home the night before. So they must be living together, even though we don't, I think, necessarily see that establishment. That's true. Yeah, they live together. Okay. Why is that not serious in your eyes? They're engaged. They're engaged. They've been dating for six years. Yeah. They're not married yet. They're They're not married yet. Well, do you think they're serious? (laughs) Like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah, that's that's a weird line for me. It grosses me out. Um, Ah. Yeah, 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 and it, it's it's no good. And uh, oh, the other the other thing about the age, which is like, well, you're in your thirties now, you can't be picky. 
Right? Oh, I'm pretty sure you can be picky. You can be picky. <laughs> I think you can be picky yeah. at 30. Don't be picky. I think you can be picky at 70 if you want to be picky. I think picky. be picky. Yeah, be picky. Certainly be pickier than the people in this. Oh, yeah. Who are, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I get that you had this crush on this guy in law school mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Ethan's been telling you that a uh, bitch stole your man, right? Like, yeah. that's what the, the narrative that Ethan's been giving. But like, as soon as you sleep with him mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know like you've got to know that one he's now not the good guy like it's like you're saying he's not the good guy that you thought he was yeah right he has some yeah he's some moral black areas and, like. and 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 do you think that him cheating with the best friend of his fiance yeah is do you think that's then the first time that he's cheated on somebody like that. Mm. That to me is where this movie, I thought this movie was going, but I hate that they are together at the end of this. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hate it. I hate that they're together. Yeah. Um, but I thought the movie was going to go to like, I, I had this crush on this guy Mm -hmm. and I slept with him and it turns out he's a total piece of shit. Turns out he's a total piece of shit and he's, he's going to, it's either going to be demonstrated later on in the movie that he has cheated before mm-hmm. with other women mm-hmm. or that he's going to cheat on you as well. Yes. Right. And of then course. it's, and then it's kind of just like a, Oh, let's not let shitty men divide us. Let's, let's use that to reinforce our, our lifelong yes, and supportive friendship. Since five. Since five. Yeah. Like they were so young. They did this whole thing at the birthday thing to establish that they've been friends forever, which is also something that bothered me about this movie because there was absolutely nothing about their relationship other than the one scene where they danced together that implied that they would be friends. You know what I mean? Like it Mm. never, they, to me, it never seemed like they had a dynamic that was believable to me. Yeah. Yeah, we, you've got that somebody, should have been stronger. Yeah, you you for some reason, for some reason, you've put your character that's supposed to be weak of will as a lawyer. Mm. That's a really weird cat. Like, you know what I mean? That those two things together don't mix for me. And I don't understand that. I know we never see her doing a lot of lawyering or anything like that. And she's supposed to be very smart and all this kind of thing. But that those two things don't go together for me and nor well, she's do, clearly very ambitious. Yes. But she's so like meek and like, mm, I've never gotten what I want I except never, for a law job in yeah, New York city and New and York like, city. Yeah. Like she's got a great job. Good apart. You know what I mean? Like all of her shit's nice. She's friends like, who throw her parties and invite her places. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just never, I don't know. Like, I think they were trying to really cram in that this Darcy woman's awful because she doesn't listen to Rachel enough or she's not that good of a friend. But I got to tell you, my move, if somebody's not being that good of a friend to me is not to sleep with who they love. Yeah. That's not my move. You know what I mean? If somebody's a shitty friend, I just cut them out. Yes. And I don't think, I don't think the movie even believes that Rachel is sleeping with her uh, with Dex because to get back at uh, Darcy, the movie's just like Rachel wants to sleep with Dex and yeah. she's justifying it because Darcy's shitty. And we, as the w- movie watchers, an audience, I guess is what you call that, uh, <laughs> is, are supposed to be like, yeah, Darcy's shitty, so this works out. Like, I, I, I'd compare this to um, uh, oh, The Wedding Singer. Oh, right, okay. where we're we're like we know that um, Julia, uh, Julia Gulio, whatever, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, in that movie is engaged to a shitty man. Yes, and you are actively rooting for them to get together because the relationship is so good between them. That's mm-hmm. really not a different scenario than what's happening here, uh, except that the fiance is not so comically shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Darcy, as we said, sometimes a little much. She is a a bit much. She is. She reminds me of that friend that you want to see like 
once a month. You know what I mean? Like you see them when you're going to go party. Right. And then that's it. They're the fun party. They're the fun. Yeah. Everybody's got that. You know what I mean? You're one friend. You're like, okay, I, you're for small doses. (laughs) I, my liver cannot handle you. Otherwise I see you whatever. Once every two months we hang out, we party. It's a blast. And then I go back to my usual regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) I'm going to go up to the Hamptons with my friend Darcy it's going to be a rager and I'm going to come home and have to like go home and read for three days to recover. Like, you know, just like Mm -hmm. sit in the bathtub and just be like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm not going to go out for dinner this week, (laughs) you know, where you need to like recharge after that. Yeah. The move when somebody is shitty to you shouldn't be to be shittier to them. Yeah, no, no, what, I mean, why would you say that? Yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> what? I hate. What good could possibly come of not being shitty to people? Oh God, she's one of the most annoying characters I think I've ever watched. That's supposed to be the hero, like really the true, like the. We're supposed to be rooting for her. We're really supposed to see her as a focal point of, oh, you're, you're kind of weak willed. So you're getting thrown around a little bit. You love him. So you don't know what to do. Like all this kind of bullshit. I can't, I, yeah, I just, I can't even imagine because she threw away a lifetime friendship for somebody that she met in law school. Mm -hmm. There was also a lot of different ways to deal with this. You know what I mean? She probably could have just waited it out to be honest. (laughs) Oh, like wait till they break off. Yeah. 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 Cause they were clearly going to head that way. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not a thing that the movie does a really good job at, but there is the aspect of Rachel doesn't want to hurt Darcy. So there's that whole scene where it's like the bachelorette party and Darcy's very drunk. Mm -hmm. And she's like, should I marry him? Is that a mistake? And Rachel's got to be like, no, you should marry him because she doesn't want to hurt her. But like at the same same point, you've got to be like, I know he's cheating on you. Yeah, so, so you're don't being a bad him. friend. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But she's, yeah, he's cheating on you with me, which makes me a bad friend anyway. Yeah, it's I think like, the only way that this movie would be justified in the way that she, th- shit unfolds here is that if she had only slept with him off the top of the movie. In my mind, you know what I mean? If it was yeah. more like, oh, we're trying, we've made a, we were both really drunk We've made a huge mistake. We're trying to clean up this mistake, like, and it ends up getting out or whatever, right? But the continuation of the relationship is what absolutely kills it for me because I'm like, okay, you both know you're wrong. You're doing this behind somebody's back. Apparently, he's still going to marry her. Like, that speech that his dad gives him where it's like, we're not this type of men. This isn't, this isn't the people we are. He's supposed to seem like an asshole. And I'm like, no, he's the one that's correct. He's yeah. correct. You're acting like a fucking child and you're creeping me out. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause that 4th of July weekend where he's like, we, all we need is just some time together to figure out, to if, figure this, out it. if this is, if this is what it is. And I'm just like, this is the grossest thing to me where I'm, it's, it's not just like, like like a a less it's still gross, but the less gross version of that is like we're at the Hamptons and like we find ourselves like alone in a boat or something and we end up making out again. Yeah. You know, or like or like But it was become, active pursuit of time exactly. together and knowledgeable and, and, about and it. And lying to both of them lying to Darcy about where they are and what they're gonna be doing that weekend. Right. So they can have New York City to themselves. So that that was and there's a yeah. And there's a there's a brief moment like Rebecca's for the podcast audience. Rebecca's face is like (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca came in with motion sickness from an Uber she took here today. (laughs) And and she looks more disgusted now than she did. Yeah, I am. It's freaking me out. man. But but yeah. And and there's at the Fourth of July thing, they're like it's supposed to be like this real romantic shot of them like lying on the roof, like making out and like having yeah. sex again. But it's like intercut with, or like they cut back to like Darcy in the Hamptons, like partying and having fun. Yeah. And that's supposed to be this little moment where you're like, well, look, Darcy's having fun without her fiance. What a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like she's at the bar with friends yeah, on a boo. on a long weekend having a good time in the absence of 
your fiance who had to work that weekend? It's like, yes, of course she's going to be going out yeah. having fun. Good for her. We later learned that's too much fun, but that's not But the that's point. not what we see that's in that moment. And yeah. that's not what they're trying to make our emotions do. Right. So that's supposed to make you root for them hooking up again. And you're just like, no, this is awful. Don't do this. And then to your point, they run into Dex's mother and father. Ugh, yeah. And and I think that, that that advice that he gives is like, we're not those kinds of, that's not the kind of person we are. End this immediately. Whatever's going on with this girl, end this immediately. That's not who we are and you know it. I think that is supposed to come across as this like class thing where it's like, we're very rich and we don't date or we don't screw around with. No, I think that's just, that should just be read as a person thing. Right. And like, that's what I mean. Human being. Th- that's what I mean. And yeah. like, it's, I think it was written and intended as like, we're rich and upper class and we only, cause there's that subtext throughout this there whole is, movie. Yeah. Right. Where they have somehow a lot of money and Rachel is at a lower level than Dex and his family. And, yeah. and Darcy is like also upper class. You know, but it's like they're all going to the Hamptons for they're July Fourth. They're all fine. They're all fine. They all live in New York. They all You're have, fine. Yeah, Rachel has her own apartment in New York City. No roommates. Um, yeah, but I also hate this concept of uh, to talk about the Fourth of July weekend. That in this guy's mind, the Dex in his mind, it's well, if it's not you, then it's her. When perhaps it should just be nobody. You know what I mean? I hate this dating idea of like, okay, he has to be with something. So I have to figure it out with you to make sure that I don't want Darcy or that I don't want you. Mm. And I do want Darcy where it should be, okay, I've cheated on this woman. Clearly I shouldn't marry her. I should take some time and figure some of this shit out. But instead it's like, no, I'm going to take more time with you and see if I like, if we have a connection. Yeah. Like it's so gross. It's really grimy to me. It is. This idea of like, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to see and date around and whatever. And it's like, there's a ring on her finger. Yeah. You're right. The the correct reaction should be shut it all down. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. And then we'll rise from the ashes. Like clearly there is something I see in this other girl that I'm not getting from my fiance. And what is that? And why? Why is this an issue? And and let's let's shut it all down. But I guess build myself back up and the implication is that he feels like he has to because his mother's sick and she's really cares about this wedding, which is such a side thing that's really thrown in, but doesn't really give a lot of moral weight. No, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like he's more correct because his mom really wants this wedding to happen. Well, and his his motivations are kind of mixed. Like, they're not because he's just basically about trying to get his dick wet. But yeah. like uh, his motivations are basically like it, it goes between he would really like to be a teacher, but he can't because it's expected of him that he mm-hmm. becomes this lawyer. So there's like that family pressure. Then there's like that family pressure about like we date rich people. Right. And we like I'm going to buy you a nice house. And like, but that's you know, really and then sad. I, it's implied. And that's what I mean. It's very vague. And yeah. then there's like my mother was depressed. So I'm just trying to make everyone happy all the time. And it's like those three things are kind of through it as his justification is why he keeps being shitty and like and sneaking behind like he's like you don't understand i can't do what i want that's my life it's like well f- fuck you buddy you're like presumably also 30 mm-hmm. get your shit together yeah 30 don't, is a fucking 30 is like our lives are my, over we need to figure this child bearing years do you know why a lot of women feel that way because uh, there was a uh there uh i don't know it's probably i don't i don't know who put it out but there was this big thing about how um when you're past, I think when you're past 35 is the number. They're like, when you get past 35, your expectancy for something, uh, for something bad for the, you know what I mean? Like the birth child defects, get, yeah. birth defects. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Uh, birth defects to happen doubles. But what it means when it says it doubles, and I can't remember the exact number, but it's something like it goes from 0.5% to like point, you don't know, like, like to 1%. 1%. Yeah. And that's the difference. But they've been hammering this into us for so long. We're like, it's double, it's double, it's double. And it's so you'll have more children younger. 
Huh. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is crazy. Yeah, it just go it just doubles, but it doubles from half a percent to one percent. Yeah, it's like it's like nothing. Yeah, it goes up like yeah, one percent or yeah. something like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's uh yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the desperation of like we need to have our lives figured out. I I Oh, I don't I, have it. I scoffed at that. <laughs> I don't I like, have that. Oh, you're going on the summer vacations up to the Hamptons and you don't feel like you have your life figured out? Like, oh yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Try hosting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Try being a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is honestly this whole movie felt like rich people just having problems I don't care about. <laughs> like, yeah, a little I was bit. like, you all have earned these problems. You all deserve all of the sadness you receive. Um, You're all just fucking with me. Well, no, because then Darcy. Okay, so let's, let's put back on this. <laughs> I was like, maybe with the exception of Darcy, uh, but Darcy. It is then revealed also cheated on okay. Dex. I want to, I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that I, I think the way they painted it was like it was inevitable for her to do this. But I would also like to make the argument that she did it secondarily. Mm-hmm. He cheated first. Okay. Yeah. He cheated first. And I'm going to, that this is a pretty loose argument, to be fair. But anytime. Uh, so I've been in a relationship where somebody was cheating on me. Even if I didn't know it, I knew it. There's something changes in the relationship. There's a wind. There's something. I don't know. I, I can't even explain it. There's, there's a always a genetic come. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I am so sorry. But there's something about it where you can feel it. Like there's so, there's a sense that things are falling apart. Sure. And she never cheated on him until there was a sense that something was falling apart. I think she had that sense far yeah. before he even cheated on her because as, yeah. right at the beginning where Darcy's calling, he's like, he mm-hmm. didn't come home. I'm I, worried that he's cheating on yeah, me. Yeah, I think he's cheating on me. Which isn't something you go to right away no. if you've... If you have a healthy relationship. Exactly. Right. So I think on it, not to just because she is, you know what I mean? He cheated. She cheated. But she didn't cheat on uh, on him with somebody that was his best friend. Like they were friends. They're familiar people. Mm-hmm. But like it's Rachel's legit, like her lifelong best friend that. That is way worse. That's, way, way, that's way the Olympics worse. of cheating. Yes. This is the worst scenario you could have picked up. Possibly sisters might I was be gonna worse. Say, you know Just so because funny. you gotta show up like cause you can choose not to be friends anymore, but like yeah. sisters would be like your lifelong thing that you still gotta see. That's when, really funny because I do and I do not know why my mind jumped to this before sisters, but in my mind I said mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is. I think that one's worse. That one sister. is worse. Yeah. I think anything within immediate family, yeah. I but, think would but be. But your mom is the uh, only uh-huh. to be superseded by grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Facts. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, mom, I think would be pretty much the worst. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Yeah, I think mo- you're right. Mom's the worst. Sister would also be. Sister, yeah. Grandma, I don't really want to think about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know why? I don't, I, I've got I, a couple of guesses know, yeah. as to why. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, it's just shittiness all the way through this. And um, I was literally yelling at, I wasn't exaggerating. Yeah, right? oh, I no, was I believe you. yelling at the television because I couldn't understand anybody's decision. Even when like Ethan's like, okay, you, you want to play a badminton game? Like that whole oh, scene is so weird and jarring to watch because like, why is he so wh- at what point? So this is the scene where he's like, let's d- tell a secret Secrets. every time we score a point. Mm. So it's Ethan desperately trying to get them to admit that they've had an affair yeah. and uh, Dex like, and they're just trying to be all macho and like score points on each other in badminton, the yeah. most macho of all sports. Uh, <laughs> but but 
at, at what point wouldn't Darcy be, first of all, Darcy has a secret at this point that she would also be terrified would come out at this. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not act accordingly, but even if she didn't, she should have been like, why are you so like, stop everything. Why are you being so weirdly aggressive yeah. about revealing secrets? Shut the fuck up. Everybody, <laughs> Ethan, what is going on? Speak Spill on your beans it. right yeah. now. Like n- none of this, like what a fun, weird game. You guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. There was a lot there. It was uh, like watching a group of adults that have the maturity of teenagers, mm-hmm. but all of the money of adults. <laughs> yeah. So everything's so much more elevated. We can afford to make very expensive mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And then like there's, there's this whole thing where like the lesson is supposed to be that Rachel learned that Darcy wasn't taking things from her. She was giving things away kind okay. of loosely. I guess that's like her realization that she has in London with Ethan when Ethan tells her that he he loves her. Like, you're my first choice. Which, with that, that should have been her first choice, too, I think. I think so. Yeah, I mean... They, uh, you're a friend. You have good chemistry. You already joked about getting you. married. Like, you're... You know what I mean? Plus, he's hot. <laughs> Yeah, he's John Cruz. He's Jim. Yeah, he doesn't Jim look like Tom office. Cruise. That should be like five points <laughs> out of the gate. I think you. Th- I I think most people would ask would say Tom Cruise is attractive. I think really? he's crazy, but I think most people would say he's attractive. I never. I don't know. I can't get my head around him. Like I would. Say, I think it's maybe because I. If yeah, I could you remove. S- if I could remove what I know about him, exactly. Then potentially, but I can't. I'm such a, a filter person. You know what I mean? He is like one of the most famous and successful movie stars in the world. I guarantee you, Tom Cruise is a looker. Well, yeah. Plus, I don't think he needs my vote. No, I, like I don't think I'm tipping the scales or anything. <laughs> I'm just like hottest People Magazine's hottest man alive. It's like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise is like, damn it, I lost my one vote. Yeah, who's Rebecca Reed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's listening to this podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. I'm sorry to make no. you cry. I'm uh, not sorry. Keep crying. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but in that sense, I think, I do think like Ethan does some very shitty things, but as I said at the beginning, I think his best, he makes the best decision of anybody in this movie, which he's just, as we said, shut it all down. I'm out of here. I'm moving to London. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck this high school drama shit. I'm going to go build a new life somewhere else because it's, it's stupid and incestuous at this point. I like her and she's having an affair with her best friend's fiance and, and 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 the Marcus guy wants to hook up with Rachel, but hooks up with Darcy, mm-hmm. and then like Claire is there who wants Ethan, and the, like it's just, it's it's literally like someone <laughs> did like you know those uh, things where you like connect the string or whatever. Yeah, it's like and you're like, how many ways can you connect to each character? <laughs> and they just like oh did, yeah, like they just, yarn uh, yeah. in that big circle or whatever. <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, that would have looked bad. I there's one okay, there's one scene that I, I put a note on that I think is extra bad also mm-hmm. is when um so when they're in the Hamptons, this is as things have uh, really started rolling with Rachel and Dex. Um I believe it's after the fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. She sees uh, Dex and Darcy dancing together and then Rachel grabs another guy to dance to make him jealous in front of her. That whole scene makes me want to crawl inside of myself. Every layer of it is gross. Every layer of it is like, this is not, you're not being a good person. You're literally, your friend is right there making out with her fiance and you're like, well, allowed fucking this guy and fuck my friend. And like, I think it was scenes like that, that made her guilt, uh, 
feel ungen or disingenuous. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I never really truly believed she felt guilty because it was, so, it was just sprinkled in with all of these extremely insane moments of just being blatantly shitty and jealous and jealous and like repetitively, like when she goes, yeah. like she had had a sleepover with her friend. They had done the dance they did in high school together they fell asleep next to each other. She supposedly felt super guilty. And then like what? The next weekend they're at the Hamptons and she say, you need to choose me. I love you. It's yeah, raining. Because she's like, I finally decided to go after what I want. Well, yeah. Like I, I just, ew, ew. I hate you. I hate you all. <laughs> yeah. There's... There's really the there's really no good way to exit this situation. There's no there's no happy ending here no. for anybody. Is and the tone of the movie is very much like isn't this a fun silly kind mm. of romp which is not like it's super dark. You know? It all of it is really dark. Yeah. It's really <laughs> Again, just kept yelling, 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 yeah, yelling, fuck yelling, this shit. yelling. Um, Mikkel kept walking through and laughing at me because I was watching it in the living room and he was yelling again. What are you yelling about? God, just people that don't exist. I know. <laughs> yeah. And so Darcy ended up cheating with Marcus and is now yeah. pregnant. And is yeah, pregnant at the end, which she's very happy about. She finds Dex's jacket. Flips the fuck out. Yeah. Also, the I guess the other shitty thing that Darcy has done, the, the big one that's supposed to be overlying over this whole story is that she didn't get into a school she said she got into. Yeah. Which is supposed to make her really petty and shitty and she doesn't feel good about it. So like, ooh, look at this girl like lying. And it's like, yeah, well, Rachel lied through the whole movie. Um. I don't think it's like, yeah, it's like weird that somebody that's supposed to be your best friend would lie about something so small, but it's like this woman obviously has felt um, insignificant next to your intelligence her entire life. Right. That And that, so that, yeah, that whole thing cuts both ways, right? It's like, yeah. well, Darcy's always so outgoing and gets whatever she wants. And it's like, well, You're Rachel's the, the smart, smart one, one and like the down to earth girl who's got it together or whatever. And yeah. It's like, it's like clearly... You both have things. <laughs> as adults do, yeah. As, yes, as, as most adults do, we hope. And you, like, trying to justify where it's like, oh, well, you know, she's so petty. She didn't even get into that school that she said she got into. Which, again, is Ethan's narrative. That yeah, he's that he's the, spinning this web. The more, like, the more I think about it, the shittier Ethan is. Ethan's he's a the, bag of garbage. He's the guy spinning the narrative yep. that we're supposed to believe is the audience. But... Other than him saying it, there's no evidence of that happening. No, and like, I just every time he said she, he's not married yet. Yeah, I just pictured like a bunch of men at the back of a bar, just like <laughs> and over a couple of beers, like, well, they're not married yet. Uh, like, go get them. It's like, ew. This is there are literally billions of people on the planet. Just pick a different one. Just like you just want to take all just these people, pick a different put one. them in their own yeah. corners, and be like, you guys don't get to play with each other anymore. No, you're no, just no. All, you're all too gross. <laughs> if you're all together, the world will end. Yeah, <laughs> never meet each other again. Terrible. <laughs> and then here's the grossest part. So I said before how I really, really, really hate that they are together at the end. And mm. this is this is punctuated by this moment where it goes two months later or whatever it is, yes. right? And we have this scene where Rachel and Darcy meet up again for the first time on the street. Like they pass each other. Yeah. And Rachel has dry cleaning with her. And Darcy says, I gave him that shirt about the dry cleaning. Mm -hmm. It's so gross to me that they have now been dating for officially two months, let's say. Yeah. And he, you're going and picking up his dry cleaning already? <laughs> when he's just sitting on a bench around the corner. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're living with somebody and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick up the dry cleaning, mm -hmm. I'm going to swing by there after work. But are you telling me they're living together already? Like, why are you doing those like everyday chores? Why, why are you doing everyday chores? for this man. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just like, 
it's like a it's like an ewness to yep. it that I can't quite put my finger on. No, it on. is icky. You are right. Yeah. 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 Like if you were married and living and you're like, mm. yes, I'll I'll pick it up. No problem. But like you shouldn't be doing those sorts of chores for each other at that point in your relationship. Oh yeah. Like if I'm dating somebody for two months, like I don't show up at his apartment and do the dishes. No. That's your you're a you're a full grown person and you can handle all of your own shit. And then when, you know what I mean? Then you slowly build to a place where you go, okay, now I love you. And, you know, I'll try and help you out a bit. You'll try and help me out a bit. Like, but but yeah, two months is. And it, I think now that I think about it more now that I kind of say it out loud, Mm -hmm. I think what I don't like about it is it feels manipulative and controlling. Mm. in some way which is like a thing that you've suspected about dex the whole time because he's such a cheating piece of shit yeah you know what i mean you're like there's some other bad aspect to your personality because clearly you're okay with this 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 cheating this running around this Mm. line and you're so good at it right like clearly you're you play people in some way and, but we never really see what that is. And I think yeah. that's like, that's just like, to me, it's like to end on that note and be like, by the way, he gets his new girlfriend to pick up his dry cleaning for him. You're like, yeah. And Wah. like, just like everything has worked out for these horrible people. Right. I think that's what bothered me the most. Right. Was that it was supposed to be that these people have a happy ending that they certainly don't even fucking close to deserve. Yeah. None of them deserve this. Uh, I was like, like Darcy being pregnant. I think that's a good I, th- I like that ending. Sure. I like that she's pregnant. She gets pregnant what she wants and she's happy about it. She gets it. what she wants. And I think the implication is that um, she'll slow down a tiny bit now. You know what I mean? Like she'll probably be like a hippie mom, but like mm-hmm. th- this is going to anger her a bit and she has something to love and pour energy into and like that's good for her. But yeah, the idea that these two absolutely abysmally shitty people, if you pitch this in a pitch meeting, if you just said, hey, okay, so I've got a movie um, it's, uh, I've got, uh, two best friends. They've known each other for their whole lives. They're in, they've been inseparable forever. One of them's getting married. Uh, and then, uh, that you find out that she, they, the, the other, you know what I mean? Like the friends yeah. have been hooking up behind her back. Well, who's the villain? Oh, well, clearly the woman getting married, right? Like that's not, it's not the villain. No, there's no way you can describe this movie where Darcy's the villain. Yeah. There's no, I can't. She has done things wrong. Yeah. She's not a perfect person, but like what Rachel did was way shittier. Not even way shittier. Like we're not even in the same football field right now. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And the only way that I'm fine with that two months later ending Mm. is if there was another ending after that where they're like six months later (laughs) and it's Rachel and Dex throwing plates at each other. (laughs) Yeah. You know, being like, you fucking son of a bitch. How dare you? You know, like, like, because clearly that's where it's headed. Oh, absolutely. If, if you are in a relationship with somebody where it started with cheating, it will end with cheating. Those relationships are all cyclical. Mm -hmm. All of them. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Solved it, Craig. We solved it. We yep. fixed this movie. It's, throw it out. That's how you fix it. It's you throw all, it out. All villains. Yeah. Just, all villains, just of varying degrees. Yeah. If you uh, just want to be mad for an afternoon, watch this movie. Yeah. By all means. <laughs> just gonna be upset. There we go. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about? No. I think I think right. we nailed it. All right. Awesome. So I guess it's time to uh, give our definitive rankings of how good the villain was. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I think she's so much. I got um, uh, I've got a borrowing um, between uh, can I borrow a feeling, and can you spare a square? I give this uh, borrowing a cup of sugar. (laughs) Okay, she's really nice. I don't think it's. I think she's fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. So I did the uh, because it's uh, somebody borrowed and they're they're getting Mm -hmm. uh, married. I I did it on the uh, wedding scale. Oh, okay. Okay. So on a uh, religious mass in a language that you don't speak Mm -hmm. uh, to a destination wedding, Mm. uh, I'm gonna give uh, Darcy a a solid open bar in the hotel that you're staying at that night. Uh, cause it's a lot of fun, right? Mm. You're probably going to make a couple mistakes, right? 
but nothing that anyone else around you isn't also going to do, right? Ah. Right. So I'm going to give it open bar at the hotel that you're staying at. Very you know? nice. Very you know, nice. Just stumble yeah. upstairs. Mm-hmm. You're, you're good at the end of the night. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, before we get to our hero and villain of the week, just a couple ways that you guys can help the podcast. Uh, uh, please uh, find us on iTunes. Like, subscribe. If you can give us a little review, that would be amazing. And yeah. more importantly, newness. Yeah, the the Patreon. Patreon. We've got Patreon now. Um, so, yeah, if you guys uh, have a couple bucks, if you like the podcast and you have a couple bucks that you want to uh, throw uh, our way to kind of, you know, help with production costs and, and, and all the rest. Um, yeah, you can, you can head on, on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, and we have uh, various reward tiers. Uh, if you just got like a buck to throw at us, uh, we have our, our, uh, bottom basement, uh, <laughs> thing, the, uh, the, 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 the Frank, uh, the, <laughs> I've forgotten the name Hank of it. Scorpio. The Hank Scorpio Jesus. level. This is the, this is the last one we're recording today. The, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We're, we're a little crazy right now. <laughs> I've had three coffees. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and you can help pay for that coffee with just a dollar a day. A <laughs> uh, dollar a month. Yeah, and, uh, and and that's it. for that, you'll just get a quick thank you. And we'll also send you, uh, we'll send you a recommendation of where you can buy a hammock near where you live if you send us your location. Uh, so just a bit of thank you for that. Uh, the next level up, we have our uh, $3 level, which is our Terminator level, uh, where you are going to be able to get our uh, regular episodes uh, two days early. So you'll be getting them uh, Tuesday rather than Thursday. Uh, so if that uh, intrigues yeah. you, uh, our, sign up uh, for that one. Yep. We got our uh, Two-Face next. Uh, that is $4. And you get to vote on what you would uh, like to see here. We're going to be putting up a poll every month uh, so you can vote for an episode for the following month. And we will record it and produce it for you. Anything you want. We're going to do it. Yep. So uh, based on your audience suggestions, if, yes. you, if you're not a patron too, by the way, you can still send us audience suggestions. Yeah. And we're still, uh, we're still going to be doing um, uh, audience suggestions. Yeah. Uh, and then final, we got our final tier, the Gollum tier. Uh, you want more, you need more. We got more for you. Uh, we're doing two mini episodes every month where we do uh, The Layer, where Craig and I talk about uh, just villains we like to talk about. Uh, yeah, we, ones that aren't necessarily right. right? But, but like, we're obsessed with them. Yeah. And yeah, we're just having a fun time with that. So yeah, two of those a month. And of course, you get everything uh, from the previous tiers. That's how Patreon works, I believe. I think so. We'll <laughs> Craig see. Uh, Craig did everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Craig did everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you can, if you uh, want to support us that way, uh, please do. It's, it's, uh, you guys have been amazing so far. And if you don't uh, have a couple bucks, um, by all means, uh, that's great, guys. This podcast is uh, is always going to be free, this version of it. Yeah, and we just have fun. We're going to have fun. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter at VWR Podcast, uh, Facebook at The Villain Was Right. Uh, email those suggestions, Villain Was Right at uh, gmail.com. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and you know, tell your friends. Uh, that, that'll help us out a lot too. Uh, spread the word, say how much you like it. Um, you guys are already awesome. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, and now I guess... Uh, Hero villain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see, what do I got this month? I got a... Uh, da, 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 oh, I got a very light hero. Oh, very okay. light I got hero. A, I, I've got a, a, a story about uh, a time that we I was with a really inappropriate group of people. I'm going <laughs> like, to I'm gonna just, say you should end okay. this one off. Uh, yeah, so my, my hero uh, this week is, is r- real, real light, but... Uh, Gary Goldman, who is a fantastic comedian, um, who I have not met, but, uh, I've seen him perform multiple times. And, uh, as you may or not be aware, uh, what he's doing this year is every day he's putting out a writing tip for other comedians to follow on Twitter. Um, and, uh, some of them are absolutely fantastic advice. Um, but specifically, uh, I was listening to over the long weekend, I was listening on a long drive up north. I was listening to The Good One podcast, which is a podcast where they uh, interview a comedian and break down uh, one of their iconic jokes and talk about the process of writing it and, you know, why they did things certain ways. And they uh, get Gary Goleman on where they broke down his 22 minute bit (laughs) on uh, Trader Joe's. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. And it is, it was absolutely inspiring because it was just Gary Goleman talking about how he went through and started with one very basic story and filled it out with all these tangents and things like that and talking about the pacing and how he's using these stories to sort of um, explore who he is and things like that. And I, I, it was really interesting. I just came away being like, oh, I just have to do the work. <laughs> you know, which is, a, yeah. which is a great sort of thing where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, there's just a, this process that you need to go through. So I just found that like super inspiring and nice. And I was just like, oh, man. And otherwise I was going to be like triple villains. And I was like, nah, let's, oh, uh, let's, I'm let's listen let's, to that. Yeah. It's, if, if you're at all interested in comedy, I would highly recommend uh, that specific episode of uh, the Good One podcast. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's super interesting. And uh, uh, Gary Goldman's a comedian who has um, really put himself out there in, in terms of talking about the creative process, which I really enjoy. Anyway, that's my uh, hero of the week. Nice. All right. I'm going to talk about shutting down a venue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's I don't the know. There's, uh, I don't think there's any heroes in this story, certainly. Okay. Maybe there is. I don't know. Let's talk it out. Because <laughs> this uh, just Kate Hudson's character reminded me so much of like how big I used to party like I really used to party okay <laughs> anyway um I went to this uh when I was in university I went to this formal event uh where it was open bar right <laughs> so yeah that, okay there's no way that'll go wrong anyway so it's open bar at this like super it's very for we're all in very nice dresses everybody has dates they're all in you know like suits and shit this is like this has been and it's really been decored up like there's you know street there's uh, like um wall drapings and things like that like we're at a, like a not like a super nice place but like you know what i mean like nice um so it's open bar and uh we're we're hitting it okay like every it's everybody at this this place is absolutely destroying this open bar and i don't think the venue realized what they were signing up for when they agreed to have open bar these are university <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 anyway so at one point, i don't know how this ended up happening probably because it was open bar so that's how it ended up happening but um, I ended up in the middle of the room on a chair and everybody's like, we have a surprise for you. We have a surprise for you. Right. And, uh, this guy named, uh, big Mike at the time, uh, one of my buddies, really nice guy and somebody who has lost an incredible amount of weight and is, uh, very healthy and looks phenomenal. Like he, but he never looked bad. You know what I mean? But he was like, he was a big guy. He was like, I don't know. He was like six and a half. He, he was over six feet tall for sure. And like thick, you know what yeah. I mean? Hefty dude. Anyway, they're like, we've planned a surprise for you. This guy's going to strip for you. Right. So he is like, he is going to 10 and for everybody around me is losing their minds. I cannot believe this is happening. Right. Because at a like, very formal, at a very formal event, like big Mike's my date. Like I get it, but yeah. like, it's like, it's, this is so crazy to me. Anyway, so these guys say, like, the, the bartender's like, clearly this party has gotten out of control, which they are 110% correct about, okay? <laughs> every move they do following this is 100% correct, and everything the group I was with did was wrong, okay? okay. I really want to establish Big asterisks next to that. Yeah. Okay, we were wrong, buddy. Anyway, so the venue decides very calmly and nicely that they're going to cut off the open bar for an hour or two. They're like, we need everybody to calm down a bit. We, you know what I mean? Clearly this has gotten out of control. Well, the people at this party do not like this. Okay. Now I'm not one of these people. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> like we all need to calm down. Okay. Like I am not of this mindset, but there are a lot of people at this party that are like, fuck this. We've paid this venue a lot of money for open bar. They're not allowed to decide what open bar means halfway through. So people legitim legitimately start stealing alcohol from this venue, from behind the bar. I am not one of these people. I do not do this, but fuck that, right? So then this the bar obviously notices that there's one or two bottles missing of liquor, and they're like, you know what, guys? We're, we're shutting it down. We're, we're going to shut it down here. This is where the evening is ending. When they say that, I have never seen such a scene in my entire life. I'm talking like one guy 
had a girl over his shoulder and she was screaming and ripping the, the fabric from the walls down as they're dragging her out of the venue and she's screaming at the owner, fuck you, this is fucked, da 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 da. And like, so it's like this weird mix of like 75% of the people here are cool and have decided, yes, absolutely, this venue should be, we should all leave now. That yeah. would be nice, right? And then it's just 25% of people just losing their absolute shit, like tearing things down until one of the organizers stands on a chair and says, this has been one of the most embarrassing nights of my life. If you have any respect for me at all, we will all leave right now nicely. And that's when everybody got up and left. <laughs> it was one of the most embarrassing nights I've ever seen in yeah. my entire life. Adult, you know what I mean? Like we're not, we're well, we're not kids, but we're not we're not uh, we're not kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not adults, but we're not kids. Okay, like this is so far fucking beyond anything. How appropriately you should. Act. It was. It's funny because like the bar basically cut off an entire group of people. Like, yes, they were like and deservedly so. Yeah, you, deservedly so. You sir. as a crowd have had too much <laughs> too to, much to, to drink. drink. I cannot serve Any you, of you collectively. Yes, yeah. collectively. And anyway, we just ended up back in my. Having a rager at uh, this old building I used to live in, which was great because we lived beside a block. Like it was a house that was cut in half, and the woman on the other side that owned the whole house was deaf. Oh, great! So we were money. <laughs> we had the cops called us every weekend, and she never cared. She was like, "What cops?" <laughs> That's a rager of a party. Yeah, horrible, horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> and I include myself in that statement. <laughs> Fair enough. That's great. So that's a, that's your villain of the week. Yeah. Uh, I think that does it for us uh, this week. Uh, so, Rebecca, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads. And you know what? This is going to be so weird, but since it's... Uh, what is it? In August, if you live in Edinburgh, if you're the one person in Edinburgh listening to this podcast, I'm going to be in Edinburgh from the uh, twenty from the 20th to the 27th. If you are in England, I'm going to be posting these dates on my, uh, my Instagram. So I'm going to be posting all the shows I'm going to be at, but just for general location, I'm also going to be in England, uh, I, for five days, I believe from the 27th, uh, onward there for a few days. So if you live in either of those locations, I will be posting my dates. Check out for that. I'm at Rebecca Reads. Sweet. Uh, that's great. Yeah, and you can follow me uh, at Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, craigfay.com uh, Craig uh, for show dates. And I'll be launching a, uh, a, um, a video project pretty soon. So uh, find me on YouTube as well. So you subscribe so you get that. And uh, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, next week, we will be tackling the much fan requested Karate Kid. Yeah, I'm so excited. The original Cobra Kai. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, uh, Karate Kid. And until next week, uh, this is the the villain was right. Uh, Reminding you to always use a condom when you're cheating on your fiance. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.